Hello, welcome to Insurance Insights, a podcast from Capgemini Financial Services that takes a look at the latest trends in financial services through the lens of some of its leading experts. I'm Jeff Spevasek, and this episode is all about commercial off-the-shelf versus open-source tooling from the viewpoint of testing experts. Joining me today is Travikram Pujar, who is a portfolio manager at Capgemini Financial Services, leading a large testing engagement for one of our customers. And Ramesh Nagarajan, who is an application delivery management solutions architect with MicroFocus. Thanks for being a part of this podcast, and let's jump in. To start off, it may be useful to set a foundation for our discussion. So with that in mind, what are commercial off-the-shelf and open-source tools, and how are they fundamentally different, and what is more popular in the market? Uh, Ramesh, do you want to take this one? Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Uh, it's a great question to begin with. Uh, I would say the fundamental difference would be how they need to be managed. If I take open source tools, uh, they are outside the control of internal IT team and the supplier. So for what that means is the organizations need to establish processes, control, and governance for using those open source tools. Whereas if we come to cards, it's uh, the commercial contracts and agreements are in place. It allows the organizations to rely on those products and support for critical operations. Now, as far as the trend goes, both cards and open source tools are uh, here to stay and continue to grow. And uh, the many enterprises use cards products to handle core business activities and where you have the stringent regulatory compliances must be met um, while the organization ten- can take advantage of continuous increase in adoption of open source tools for appropriate use cases, you know, which will be more effective, uh, cost effective, uh, considering that they can leverage the existing uh, developed product. Awesome. Thank you, Ramesh. And so, Travikram, I'd like to send this next question to you. Why are so many organizations choosing to incorporate open source tools and what challenges does that present? Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, certainly. So one of the things that we have seen uh, in various insurance firms is the startup cost. So open source tools being open source and having very little cost attached to them are an immediate attraction for uh, firms to begin some of their uh, uh activities that they want to start up with, for example, automation, which is primarily the reason why they bring in uh, open source tools into the uh, firm for automating their functional and regression test scenarios. So those can be started off with open source tools. In addition to that, there is a lot of flexibility as far as open source tools are concerned. You can do more framework development you can create framework using multiple programming languages so those kind of flexibility and cost effectiveness inspire various insurance firms to begin with using open source tools so that's that's primarily the reasons that we have seen for open source tools to get implemented into various firms as far as challenges are concerned i mean the primary challenge is obviously the security So uh, we need to make sure that uh, when the open source tools are implemented for a particular firm, it is approved by the security team and they are allowed to uh, implement the tool for uh, the activities that they need to perform. And also uh, the long-term and strategic fitment and the benefit of the tool for the long-term usage of the uh, tool across the various strategic implement implementations for the firm those are the uh, areas which we need to be a little careful about and uh, those are the areas which 
are kind of challenges for uh, for the implementation of open source tools in addition to that we have the challenge of having a good technical skill set for implementing the uh, open source tools and uh, it's important that the teams that are implementing it really understand uh, the technicality behind the open source tool that they are implementing so these are some of the uh, challenges that we see in open source tool implementations thanks trivikram uh, ramesh do you share that point of view or do you have a slightly different perspective yeah i totally agree with uh, what trivikram said uh, so obviously we know that uh, there is a there is a reason for organization adopting open source tools because of uh, significant advantages especially for supporting uh, or non critical business functions uh, over the commercial products in terms of cost effectiveness but coming to the challenges um, i would like to add uh, what we see with our customer base is since there are multiple teams as part of the organization each one of the teams has their own set of open source tools and what happens is when it goes up to the top uh, and the management level there is a lack of visibility and inconsistent adoption of open source tools so that means uh, the standards and guidelines are not followed properly that becomes a challenge uh, piggybacking on uh, what trivikram said about the security vulnerabilities uh, recently i heard uh, or read a synopsis uh, open source security and risk analysis report Uh, where they interviewed several organizations across 1700 industries vertical industries and about 1500 commercial code bases that they took into consideration there are many interesting facts and one important one i would say is more than 90% of the code base contained open source dependencies you know those open source dependencies had no development activity no feature upgrades no security issues fixed in the past 2 years right that's a significant amount of time where some hackers could get in and made those changes what they were they need to do to compromise the system so if you look into this uh, pros and cons the bottom line is the open source tools have to be managed properly uh, otherwise it can be error prone and may end up costing more than purchasing costs thanks ramesh and i think you and uh, and trivikram have laid out i think some certainly pros and cons of the different tooling platforms and i think you would agree that over the past decade or so with an increased adoption of agile and devops there's been a blurring of lines between development and test with the advent of roles like the software development engineer and test and so on so with that in mind you know how how has the 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 blurring of lines between dev and test changed the platforms and are they both progressing at the same rate trivikram you want to take a stab at that Yeah absolutely and that's a very good question what we have seen over time is that there is always the ability of the firm to utilize multiple tools so different teams can bring in different tools for their purposes and their best fitments and these tools can be brought together under one platform as an integrated set of applications that would support various requirements that the team may have across the various sdlc processes so that the development team can utilize the tools for their testing purpose and also the qa team can take it forward from there and they can create an integrated environment where these tools can live together and perform the activities that they need to to support the activities that they are uh, implemented for thanks to vikram uh, ramesh what is your point of view and do you agree with that Yeah, I totally agree with Trivikram. So we see the blurring of lines not only between the dev and QA teams, but also the tools choices, right? So we see, as Trivikram mentioned, there are uh, 
different tool sets being used across the platform and within the same team. And it is important uh, from a micro focus perspective, it is important to enable the dev team to meet their needs at the same time, uh, enable them to pass on these assets, right? Whatever it is created in the dev needs to be reused and leveraged by QA team. So let me give some few examples from MicroFocus Solutions perspective. So if you take um, any development team or dev tester team, we see Selenium being used across the uh, across many different organizations. Now we have UFT developer solutions that can enhance and extend the basic capabilities of the Selenium product to build more robust tests. And uh, same with the UFT mobile, we support RPM scripts. And coming to performance testing, uh, we have introduced uh, dev web scripts or load on a developer uh, product, which allow the dev testers to start using this performance testing early in the lifecycle. And what more, these assets I talked about, all these functional performance and mobile testing can be leveraged later on by QA team, thereby blurring not only just the team uh, contribution, but also the tools that they're using. Awesome. Thank you, Ramesh. And thank you, Trivikram. I guess what I'm understanding is we're, more or less painting a picture that organizations have multiple different use cases for leveraging an open source or commercial off the shelf. What that sounds like is it really is gaining in popularity of a multi-platform setup, meaning organizations have this mix of open source and commercial off the shelf. Do you think there'll be a push to have open integrations between platforms? Uh, Trivikram, I'd like to get your perspective on this. So what we are seeing is more and more the business is requiring for uh, specific needs that they have and not all the tools, whether it is commercial tool or open source tool, meet all the requirements that they may have for uh, uh, for the implementation within their projects or their uh, platforms that they are implementing. So what we are seeing is that one tool does not meet the requirement for all the um, uh, specific needs that a business team may have into uh, into implementing in their uh, uh, in their projects what this allows is for the teams to uh, integrate various tools together and also enabling higher flexibility as in how do we create a platform which is fit for use for a specific client or a specific uh, insurance firm where uh, testing can be implemented across various sdlc programs uh, sdlc uh, areas so this is how we are uh, making a decision on which tools to implement, what are the various uh, functions of those tools that are useful for the teams to implement, and how to connect them together by creating a platform which could integrate them all and use them for the best of the uh, requirements that, uh, that the teams may have. Thank you, Trivikram. And Ramesh, let's turn to you. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so it is a must for any organization uh, because, as you said, multi-platform setups are in place. So in, at MicroFocus, what we believe in is embracing the open source ecosystem, right? We want to enable our customers to leverage uh, our commercial tools in partnership with other technologies out there, whether it is a third-party product as much as possible or even the open source tools. So uh, as Trivikram mentioned, we need to have a, a single view of testing across all phases, you know, if you take uh, an example of that. Uh, from that perspective, we have ALM Octane, right, which can allow the customers to integrate with multiple tools. For example, tools like Git-based SCM tools, CI servers, uh, JUnit, JUnit uh, testing framework, code coverage solution, 
into this uh, application lifecycle management uh, product and thereby bringing all the different sets of data that may be required to reduce the mean time to repair or also to make sure while accelerating delivery you know obviously we are trying to reduce the cycle time at the end of the day while doing so we want to make sure we don't compromise on the quality right that's the alm octane brings that platform together uh, to to have a single version of truth to emphasize furthermore we have another product called microfocus connect uh, which will also enable them to integrate a disparate system to share data or synchronize data across them. So we strongly believe in that and we support in many different ways from our solution. Thank you, Ramesh. And let's stick with you. What do you think is next for, for software tools? And is there really a quote unquote better or best option as it comes to, as it pertains to open source versus commercial off the shelf? Yeah, there is always, uh, you know, uh, going towards better and better option as we talk about DevOps, you know, it's a continuous improvement. Um, so within uh, our, uh, you know, portfolio, ADM portfolio, we see that AI, uh, ML, are, are, the, are here to continue to grow. And we have invested heavily on UFT1 on those topics uh, to further enhance our um, using of tools to reduce the time taken to uh, create the test and maintain the test as well as the cost savings. That's one area I would say. The second area would be change impact testing. As we're introducing more and more changes in a short period of time with Agile and DevOps, it is important to identify the test cases that are relevant for those changes. You know, Make sure that optimal test cases are covered for the changes. Uh, another area I would say the browser-based uh, clients um, where you don't need to install and set up. And and flexibility in deployment and licensing. So the customers are looking for a uh, for an easier way to deploy and also uh, go up and down, you know, flex, uh, flex model type of licensing where to meet their normal and peak loads, which may be suitable in the SaaS environment. Now, on that's on the more on the tooling side, but if I come uh, to the, how do we better use these two platforms together, both commercial and open source, because we have two factors here. One is how do we, make sure the total cost of ownership is not going up. You know, obviously in this case, open source seems to be good, but at the same time, you need to make sure the future set is not compromised, right? For that, how do you blend this tool together? Uh, I would suggest to follow two uh, specific points here. Number one, uh, open source tool, we need to bring more visibility, control and governance. Number two, the card solution that we are using should embrace the heterogeneous ecosystem whether it is integrating with open source tools or other commercial tools, it should enable the customers to integrate and aggregate the data uh, across the ecosystem. With that, the end-to-end -end, uh, visibility, um, the customer can make better decisions and deliver value to the business much faster without compromising the quality, without com uh, compromising the future set, as well as uh, your, your total cost of ownership is at the is optimal level. Awesome. Thanks, Ramesh. Uh, very interesting. And Trevikram, what what's your point of view on that? Yeah, I think I agree with uh, Ramesh. Definitely, I think AI and ML is a huge potential uh, where uh, tools can be mature and made more uh, useful for that as we uh, uh, as we continue to use those tools in the firm. One of the things that is the biggest concern for uh, the businesses is the change management. 
as we uh, uh, as the requirements change and uh, as the new uh, requirements come in one thing we are seeing is the impact of those downstream specifically areas like automation or performance so on so forth and what we are seeing is there is a huge potential right now for data analytics and uh, ai to be implemented so that when the change happens at the requirement level the uh, implementation of those uh, downstream whether it is automation or performance should be as minimum as possible so this is one area i believe there is a potential for improvement and whether it is commercial tools or open source tools or an integrated environment where all these tools are uh, uh, implemented together what we are uh, seeing more and more is across the sdlc program we would like to see change management to be more cost effective so that uh, the uh, changes do not impact the utilization of these tools as they uh, as they are implemented for various reasons across uh, testing or other uh, uh, other activities uh, also uh, as he mentioned that uh, cost effectiveness of uh, of the uh, commercial tools in terms of flexibility of how they can be implemented is also a uh, an area of improvement which we would like to see and different clients would definitely like to see as well great thank you to our listeners if you found this podcast interesting please subscribe to Capgemini's Insurance Insights Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or however you get your podcasts. For more Capgemini Financial Services podcasts, please also subscribe to our Banking, Payments, and Wealth Spotlight podcast. We'll be back soon with another interesting topic. In the meantime, please connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and visit capgemini.com to download the most recent version of the Rookwadi Report. To learn more about MicroFocus, please visit microfocus.com. We encourage you to join the discussion by letting us know if there are topics that you'd like us to cover. Please leave comments via our social media channels. This podcast has been brought to you by Capgemini Financial Services. Thanks for listening.